0: Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. We had two state lawmakers expelled from the state house for not only allowing protesters into the well, but shouting down colleagues with a bullhorn, which they're now calling racist. Our country was founded on protest. they say. That may be true, but in a hall of government. You know, isn't that the whole thing about January 6th that there are certain things that are inappropriate for members of the state legislative body to do? And it's likely these people are going to win their seats back in special elections. It's not like anything really happened to them. They weren't thrown in jail or anything crazy like that. But their colleagues decided that, that was a step too far. You don't allow protesters in uh, into the chamber during session and you don't shout down your colleagues with a bullhorn because if that's the new standard, then fine. Republicans, go out and buy bullhorns and shout down your colleagues when it comes to issues like abortion or immigration or whatever it is. Drag queens in elementary schools. So when some Democrats like, uh, I think it's totally appropriate for a grown man to spread his butt cheeks in front of a six-year-old and start talking over the bullhorn and that'll be totally appropriate. That's what you're saying. Just getting this from the Gateway Pundit, the FBI has been flagging the term red pill and calling it extremist. If you don't think the Biden administration is in a full, fully engaged crackdown on conservatism, you are out of your mind. We saw this attack on Riley Gaines, where police, university police in San Diego had to lock her in a room for three hours instead of arresting the people that were trying to assault her. It's not a protest when you're trying to assault someone, whether you're conservative, progressive, left, right, Republican, or Democrat. It doesn't matter. You don't get to assault people because you don't like them. Y695, Patriot 9572874. But I am going to start here. China is wargaming and strategizing. Uh, for the invasion of Taiwan. Let's just be clear that all of this uh, Biden talk is just that. It seems like Biden has been bought off by by the Chinese because I can't think of anything, a- anything at all that Biden does that doesn't first and foremost benefit the Chinese. But the Wall Street Journal has a piece with the headline, America's Back in the Factory Business. Record spending on manufacturing and construction heralds a made-in-the-USA rebound stoked by green energy incentives. And it says, quote, much of the growth uh, coming in the high-tech fields of electric vehicle batteries and semiconductors, national priorities backed by billions of dollars in all caps, when I put it on Twitter, government incentives. So we really think we can beat the Chinese with crony capitalism and the government picking winners and losers. That if you, it's not whether or not you have the best semiconductor, it's whether or not you've got James Biden on your board of directors. It's not whether or not your chip is better. It's whether or not you've got Nancy Pelosi's son on your board of directors. It doesn't really matter if the chip functions But if you've got 25 transgender people working at the company and your ESG score goes up, that's all that matters. Your commitment to DEI is more important than anything else. We are not going to win this tech race with China, with this system of just saying, well, all these companies, remember this. We had this happen with A123 and Solyndra. We watched the Silicon Valley Bank went belly up. Believing in the free market is not just something that conservatives say to hear themselves talk. Can you think of anything that was made successful freely by government promotion? I mean, we hear all the time about NPR, NPR, NPR. Okay, yank away all the government support for NPR and see if it can compete in the ratings market. Let's see if it has enough listeners... And enough donors to support its programming. If not, then what you're telling me is that, and I'll tell you this NPR's facilities make Sirius XM look like some broadcast basement, public access, you know, local radio operation where some kid like soldered together some wires and stuck a mic on a stand and started talking. They have one of the most elaborate state-of-the-art facilities in Washington, D.C. and other affiliates throughout the country. Why? Because they have government behind them. Same for PBS. You know, when I hear people say, well, you don't like Sesame Street? Sesame Street? Sesame Street has an amusement park. It has a merch line. It has royalties. Sesame Street doesn't need tax dollars. Why are we putting tax dollars into Sesame Street? It's totally unnecessary. Elmo will be just fine. Big Bird doesn't need your big check. Big Bird does just fine on on his own, if I'm allowed to say his. I don't know who thinks that government sending billions of dollars to these companies is going to produce the best product. When a company knows that it has government backing... What's its incentive to make the best product? Because once the government pours its money in, and again, they'll hire 10 of this demographic and 10 of that demographic and five of this demographic, and they'll put all the wheelchair ramps in place, and they'll, they'll donate, to, they'll, they'll have a carbon offset for the building, they'll put some solar panels on it, they'll do all the virtue signaling things that when they fail to produce the most competitive semiconductor, the government's going to say, well, we can't just abandon them. We can't just leave them, you know, let them go bankrupt. I mean, they put solar panels on the building. They used their coffee grounds to make compost. They hired seven transgender engineers. I mean, we've got to back this company. But what if it's semiconductor sucks? What if it stinks? The idea that the government is going to create a sustainable path for... No. The way to create sustainable manufacturing in the United States, this is, I realize it's kind of the old song played over and over again, with maybe, you know, new artists putting their spin on it. But this game of raising taxes and then giving some companies tax breaks if they check the right boxes and hire the right people, regardless of the product they make, is the essence of crony capitalism, and it fails. What the government should be doing is getting out of the way of the competition and let competitors, let private investors decide which company they're going to take a risk on. You know, it's funny. I've said this, and I, and I mean it sincerely. It's not like when we talk about solar panels or wind farms or semiconductors that as the federal government is spending our tax dollars, we get some like national science fair where we get to see you know this product versus that product. Why sell it to the market when you could sell it to bureaucrats? And when you've got a revolving door of people going from the Department of Energy into a solar panel manufacturer over to K Street to lobby and back, it's no wonder why we can't compete, because we've poisoned the competition. Well, this game of of government picking winners and losers based on things that don't even have to do with how efficient the product is. I mean, that's how insane is that? And that's what woke does. If you had a beer while we're talking about Bud Light, let's call it Mulvaney Light, and it tasted like crap, would you drink it just to say, I stand with trans people? I don't even think trans people would drink it. Of course, they might buy it, pose with it, post a picture on social media, but really what would matter is the beer sales. And if it tastes like crap and people don't like it, just saying, well, but they got behind the trans community, well, whoop freaking do You made a beer that tastes like urine and nobody wants to drink it. doesn't matter who backs it at that point. Wine 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. So there it is. We're going to try to win the war, the tech war, with China with crony capitalism. So, but Andrew, they're subsidizing their industries. Yeah, and we can beat them at that with a more competitive, profit-driven, market-driven model. I'm not giving you an opinion. I'm right here. The left's way of going about this is a loser because China's not taking into consideration whether or not there are, you know, eight women, 12 Muslims, five trend. They don't care. We could beat their crony communism, if you will, or state-run capitalism, whatever you want to call it, by having the most vibrant free market. If we backed the government away, backed it off, if we lowered the corporate tax rate, if it were up to me, it would be zero. If we were up to me, the corporate tax rate would be zero. And you're going to have to deal with the fact that the raw materials for... Semiconductors and microchips are near impossible to come by in the United States because of environmental regulations. As I've pointed out, and I don't think many others have been spending as much time on it as I have, but Joe Biden signed a, memori- a moratorium. I keep saying memor, 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 moratorium. Moratorium on rare earth mining in the United States for 20 years. How he's going to hamstring future administrations, I have no idea. But the Biden administration put in place a 20-year moratorium on rare earth mining, so that means we won't be producing our own EV batteries. As the federal government is trying to force us to drive EVs, which, quite frankly, a lot of people don't want to drive. What might be an efficient mode of transportation for some might not make sense for others. But who cares? We're using government. YN6695 Patriot 9572874. I see here. the media is very, very upset, no shock, the New York Times, that Ron DeSantis is pushing very tough state-based immigration crackdowns because Republicans have super majorities in both chambers in the Florida legislative branch, and they're about to rescind in-state tuition for people in the country illegally. Why should someone in this country illegally Yet to access higher education subsidized by law-abiding citizens, it makes no sense. Well, we need the best and the brightest. You know, whenever I hear someone say that, it just, it's just so, it's so insulting. As if the American citizen is kind of this worthless, useless, now don't get me wrong, there are some pretty much useless people. But as a whole, if you listen to the Democrats, the only people that seem to have virtue When we talk about the immigration debate, are the people in the country illegally? They're the virtuous ones. They're the high moral ones. They're the ones that should get all consideration from government. But American citizens should just take a backseat. Well, this nation was built by immigrants, Andrew. Are are you going to say that citizens didn't contribute to the construction of their own nation? It's just an idiotic argument. But the way the left brain person, there's only zeros and ones, victim and oppressor. And whoever they assign oppressor becomes the high moral one. So if it's men and women, it's women. If it's white and black, it's black. If it's gay or straight, it's gay. If it's immigrant and citizen, it's immigrant. So we're going to get into that. One six six ninety five patriot 957 2874 Also, Joe Biden is lining up one by one the TikTokers, the influencers, to promote his campaign. You heard Jamal Bowman, Republicans ain't got no swag, so it doesn't really matter if these people understand what it is they're promoting. all that matters is they deliver votes for Democrats and for Biden. Great. If I could make another bumper sticker, I would make this one. Just because people vote for it doesn't mean it works. And that's the failure of democracy. Just because people vote for it doesn't mean it's actually going to work.